0: This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland.
1: Screen sound. Screen sound. Screen sound. Screen sound. Screen sound. sound.
0: Hello listeners and welcome to Screen Sound, the brand new Phoenix Media and Phoenix Radio produced podcast... With your hosts, Ryan Parker and Duncan Towner. This is a Phoenix Media podcast talking about various entertainment properties, music to television and radio. You can listen to us fortnightly on the Phoenix Media Spotify page as we bring to you all of the latest and greatest theories and opinions in pop culture. So stick around and maybe you'll learn a thing or two. And most importantly, don't forget to enjoy the show
1: hello 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 is that time of the fortnight again time for more screen sound i'm your host sunken town and joining me as always is the one the only the incredible ryan parker how are you going hello mate? how
0: are you doing it's really good to be
1: speaking to you once again yes in person i can pretty much touch you uh, nearly nearly yeah you can, you can smack my hand maybe I, <laughs> quite possibly come on. let's try come yeah. on all right there we go <clears throat> oh, you got it you got yeah. it there we go A bit of fun Bit of fun that's what we do here at screen sound exactly a lot right. has happened over this past fortnight of course we're going to get into quick news but also a spoiler warning later ahead as we're going to be talking about the recent jordan peele horror adventure movie nope
0: yes but we will also be talking about it with a bit of a bit of spoiler free commentary at the beginning and we'll give you a warning right before we head into those spoilers
1: yes indeed but before we go into recommendations and things about nope let's head into some news a remake of the hit sort of hit 1994 film the crow originally starring brandon lee he Mm. sadly died during production of that film it's going to be filmed in munich sometime this year and will star the the guy known for being pennywise bill skarsgård as a character
0: Mm. very
1: interesting (laughs) yeah no word whether he'll be playing the character that brandon lee played but What's your
0: interpretation of them doing a remake of The Crow? How do you feel about
1: that? I think... I think they just... The Crow is just, like, his own thing. Like, it could be on any character. So, like, Venom or...
0: Mm. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I Mm. mean, it's a little... It's been a long time since what happened to Brendan Lee. I just feel like, personally, maybe now isn't the right time to be making it. I mean, here's the thing. They they made the movie and the star actor died on set yeah. it's just kind of very I don't know. tragic
1: it was very tragic but i think now with a lot of this who health yeah workplace health and safety stuff that we have now i think production could be a lot better than what it was back in the oh one hundred 90s
0: but you, you still see glimpses and glimmers of these with you know that movie uh rust that was being made
1: who had a tragic death of a stunt woman exactly but you know we just hope that everyone on set will be okay
0: yeah exactly right i mean i just hope that uh they do it justice uh to brandon lee they sort of dedicate the film to him in some way if not it seems a bit insensitive to to go back there
1: we'll see what happens no word on release date yet exactly if you're in the u.s shout out to all our u.s listeners Right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, sadly, you may not... And if you're only on just network TV, sadly, you may not be able to w- watch the revival of King of the Hill. Oh, very interesting. A member of... An executive of the Fox Networks has confirmed that the King of the Hill revival will not be appearing on, on the network due to them wanting to focus their animation domination
0: mm. segment
1: on new stuff plus Family Guy and the Simpsons.
0: Exactly. So... <clears throat> that's very interesting to me bringing the show back but you know potentially airing on a streaming service is i mean quite...
1: it has, has been done before especially yeah. with a few other fox animation mm-hmm. futurama was canceled by fox twice before it was revived on comedy central yeah and they did the same with american dad before it was revived on tbs and it's probably been a lot better than it was on fox it's
0: true it's very true i mean different you know Different people behind it can bring a different vibe. They can get yeah. more freedom or that sort of thing. So. And it
1: will very likely be on streaming as well, probably on like Disney Plus, exactly. Star Hulu in North America. Yep. We'll see what happens. Again, no on release, but we'll probably have Mike Judge, the creator, and voice act up in it, plus maybe a lot of the returning. That's exactly.
0: I'm I'm quite excited for this revival. Boy,
1: boy. That boy ain't right.
0: Yeah, it's so good. Can't I know wait. how
1: often that your dad says that to you, <laughs> all the time, all the yeah. time. And making some recent music news, Canadian R and B singer The Weeknd has lost his voice during a concert. I did. Uh, did you watch a video for this? Yeah, mm. it was during like the first song. Like you could tell he was just he was his Pretty voice was breaking and yeah. took a bit more effort for him because he has mm-hmm. a very high pitched singing voice. Oh, it's
0: very powerful too. Yeah.
1: And he's been touring a lot, yeah. Just putting 100 percent effort back to in. Back,
0: it's crazy to
1: especially me, especially in a, such a large-scale stadium show.
0: Yep, that's exactly right. I mean, it's really. <clears throat> I watched a video, and what I can't understand is people booing him. Yeah, I mean, he's they're, they're offering refunds for those tickets. They're rescheduling the, the, the show. Rescheduling the show. Um, I mean. They'd probably give those people their tickets back for the next show, right? For yeah. the rescheduling From of what it. I've
1: heard, they've yet to confirm a date mm. because technically this was the last ever show of the North American leg, yeah. but because early, there was meant to be like a big Toronto show mm. because the weekend's from Toronto, but mm. it got got postponed because of, there was this big incident outage that majorly affected the stadium he was playing in like, all across Canada, in fact, like, it was so bad.
0: I mean, this is the thing. I People just need to realise that they're humans too. I, yeah. There's videos of people bullying him. I mean, there are so many artists that wouldn't actually say it on stage that they need yeah. to cancel the show. What they would do is they'd send out a tweet and everyone would see it online and they'd announce it or over the stadium. Or they just get,
1: like, some random
0: production exactly. assistant
1: to come out and say uh sorry guys he can't come on stage he has uh poked himself in the eye and he exactly. can't perform
0: exactly i mean the weekend got out there and spoke to the audience yeah. from and, the heart and i he, mean that means a lot and more. he really
1: wanted to perform i could really yeah. sense it
0: mm, exactly but not like calling in sick to work yeah. because you don't mean it it's something that the weekend's passionate about and people yep. just kind of slandered him for.
1: Though fortunately he has been to the doctors ever since and he mm. has been cleared to perform at Toronto and very likely in Los Angeles. Okay, cool. Hopefully his future legs in Europe, Asia, Australia and South America will be a bit, bit more better for him yeah. on his
0: voice. Yeah, you'd think so. You'd hope so too.
1: That's all the news covered up and oh, let's let's get into it. Let's get into let's it. Let's get into it, shall we? So on my birthday, funny enough, on Tuesday, I mm-hmm. saw a Nope with friend of the show, Connor chazelle
0: Yep, that's exactly and, right.
1: And wow, what a movie. I mean, should we should I tell should we talk about,
0: you know, the uh description of the movie first? We'll just go over a brief yeah. synopsis. So Nope stars uh Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, uh, Stephen Young just to name a few. Yeah jordan peele's third film in his under his belt oh well third horror film at least under his belt yeah
1: this is a directing film did he direct keanu no no okay i think he wrote right. it and produced it
0: but yeah I didn't direct it so it's third film he's directed it's a Honestly, it's another smash out of the park for me, but we'll get back into that soon. So to be nondescript about the film, the film opens with a nice little flashback, doesn't it? Yeah. (laughs) To the gaudy scene, which we'll get into in detail, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, It starts with a little flashback. You may have no idea what's going on. And then Mm -hmm. it goes to present day, and uh, there is a bit of a uh, tragedy that strikes uh, the farm that yeah. our main characters live on. And it projects the story into a... S- several chapters. Several chapters. Yeah, I do like the s- chapter storytelling of it. Yeah. But the, uh, there may be a UFO. There, it may be something else. We have no idea what's going on. Yeah. And, well, let's just talk about the start of the film first. What, what, what was your impressions going in? What did you expect? And I, what maybe subverted your I only your watched opinions? the
1: first trailer okay. i was deliberately leaving myself out in the darkness because yep. i didn't want to want, want any spoilers at yep. all it took you a while to see it too yeah mm. and, and that first scene with gordy was huh what's yep. this got to do with the rest of the film
0: and we'll definitely talk about that soon because that to me on reflection i it has a lot more meaning to me yeah. now than when I had originally seen it. Because I kind of came out of the movie a bit confused in my own feelings about it. But the longer I've had to sit with it and let it stew, the stronger I feel about how much I love this movie. Yeah,
1: it's definitely one of those kinds of films where you just need to think about it. Maybe watch some clips or just watch reviews and discussions about it. And really just let you seem your own opinion about it.
0: Exactly. That's exactly right. So, with what happens from there what were you kind of que- were you questioning anything about the film kind of describe your experience i was, yeah, I was
1: experience. questioning like who- i was still questioning like what is the ufo doing there or like mm. Why, why are things falling from the sky and why I didn't want horses?
0: And do you feel like you got many of those answers for yourself? I feel
1: like it did, yeah. yeah. Like it explained things pretty well. Yeah. And, like, why it's doing what it's doing.
0: Yeah, well, I'd say the first third of the film is quite... Uh, it's I it's feel like, confusing.
1: Yeah, it's building up a mystery.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, I'd say the... Last two acts of the film are really strong to me, yeah, uh, emotionally. I, and
1: I, I call the first third the mystery, the second third the horror, and the the third part is the adventure.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, I understand that. That's a that's a pretty good way to put it. I I feel like the eeriness of the film is really awesome. Yeah. you have no idea what's going on,
1: and I liked the- how much was filmed in the day.
0: Yes, exactly right.
1: So daytime horror is hard to do
0: yeah i mean there's only one film that i've re- i can really think of that i've midsummer yeah exactly midsummer that's the only film that i can really think of that made me scared during yeah. the day just seeing being able to see things that the they the way they use clouds and the cinematography in this film yeah. is absolutely beautiful by the way
1: the dp f- who did a lot of Nolan's recent work? So yeah. Interstellar, Dunkirk, Tenet. Exactly, and it shows. Like it was filmed on IMAX, and
0: I need to see it in IMAX and VMAX because that I've heard that that really expands the experience yeah. of it. But the fear and horror of looking up into the sky. It's I mean, I kind of found myself actually looking around the screen. It's fear like, of the unknown there?
1: at that point.
0: Mm. Like, the, it's so intentional the way that the cinematography is in this film to make you question and wonder what is up there. Yeah. The whole time. Like, it'll pan up to the sky and you will be checking every corner. I don't know if you did this. Correct me if I'm wrong. I did a little but bit, But I was yeah. scanning the screen trying to see if I could
1: figure out where this thing was. Mm. It's very, very horrifying. Yeah, because... Again, fear of the unknown. That's probably the worst fear ever. Exactly. Exactly right. And that mystery and fear of the unknown is put well together in that first third when you're trying to piece out what's going on. Exactly. That's exactly right.
0: And I mean, for me, well, okay. What did you think about the score of this film? Because it, it, it was the same, uh, same composer as the Michael last labels, two films. Yeah. Exactly.
1: I thought it was really good. i I was listening to it a little bit, especially mm-hmm. the more horrifying score parts. Yeah, and the remix version of Sunglasses at Night. Yeah, and I think it really sets that mood really well. Like exactly. it's a mixture of Wes Spielberg and horror, mm-hmm. which I really quite like. Like it's just, it feels like a Spielberg movie. It, it, I you see, I agree with that to a point. I feel like Spielberg
0: doesn't. You know, this movie feels multi-layered to me in a way yeah, that a Spielberg it? film doesn't. I feel like Spielberg's yeah. I, got great uh, atmosphere around all of his films, but they're pretty straightforward. Yeah, Whereas it's I feel a bit like more of a this... laid
1: Spiel- Spielberg film.
0: Exactly. I feel like this movie has so many different meanings to me now after sitting away and looking at it for quite some time. I feel like it will yeah. eclipse one of those movies. I, I love Spielberg films. I'm not trying to oh, you yeah. know, talk poorly about his films but Jordan Peele's films are always so multi-layered and multi-faceted. Yeah it's like if
1: basically you put it's a very thematic Spielberg film like what if there was like a meaning behind why mm. Jaws was a was just biting everyone exactly. or why the aliens and close encounters were com- coming down.
0: Exactly and it, it does remind me of close encounters in some aspects. But and Jaws as well. Yeah exactly right but we'll, we'll get into that soon but with the i mean right, here we go let, let, shall we shall we go on a spoiler yep, So, spoiler quickly?
1: warning for those who haven't seen mm-hmm. the movie i highly recommend you do watch the film at least guys in the u.s it is available to, to rent yes a few places currently it's not here in australia but mm-hmm. we're just letting everyone know regardless of what country you live in spoilers ahead exactly so skip ahead to whatever mark i'll probably just put it out on the description exactly now so we'll go
0: into what these main characters are so uh otis and emerald haywood they are young proprietors of the haywood hollywood horse handling business so they were related to the first man ever imaged to be on a horse yeah so it was one of the first moving pictures ever created
1: yeah, I really like the the trick where Emerald had rehearsed a line that her dad played by mm. the legendary Keith, Keith David. Keith David. Oh,
0: awesome. I was so glad to see him in this film.
1: I love Keith David. Me too.
0: And she and, she had that line that yeah, she Yeah, memorized,
1: but forgot to put an extra great because it was like great, great, great grandfather. That's how Keith David said it, and that's yeah. how Emerald said it. Yeah. But she've got that in the extra great because another generation. Exactly. Now, with this, uh,
0: it's very interesting to, that they cemented this film. This film is almost a film about the idea of film. There is a cinematographer as a character in this yeah. film. There's, you know, these horse wranglers that have such a deep, rich history in film. In film. And not only that, but, you know, Jupe, uh, Ricky, yeah. Stephen Young's character, his He's got. He's a former he's, child actor. Yeah, exactly right. That went through a tragedy or a um, very traumatic incident. What OJ would have called it as a uh, bad, bad bad miracle. miracle. Exactly. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, you got to say my name next time so I can talk. Jinx, but I'm just right. going to keep talking. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a coke a Coca Cola later because uh, I've spoken over you after you've jinxed me. Uh,
1: got you again. Exactly
0: right. Now. Were they unable to make ends meet because they didn't run this horse farm and everything. So, everything's kind of propelled from that point where that accident happens at the beginning. Yeah. To so their father. Just,
1: yeah. So, basically, their father had died because something had penetrated.
0: It was a coin, I it a, believe. It was a
1: coin or a key, I think.
0: Yeah. One of the two. Yeah. But yeah. So, in the beginning, it's quite horrifying. There was just this accident that yeah. happens. And it's just obviously... You know, OJ has to take over the business. Yeah, he's trying his, to make ends meet.
1: He's not doing too well. Like, and his sister's not there either. She's yeah, she's trying to pursue fame exactly in Hollywood right. like everyone else's. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's selling his his farmster's local Western theme park run yes. by Joop Stephen Young's character. One of my
0: favorite characters in this film, actually, especially for the meaning behind yeah. what he stands for. He is
1: he's a bit tragic in a way, but we'll mm-hmm. get into that a little bit later.
0: Yes, so with what's happening in the film to me my interpretation of it was they're looking for a spectacle yeah that's what they're aiming for they they what they're doing throughout this film trying to capture this ufo on screen is all about trying to make money yeah and you can see that throughout the film Get the i feel oprah like the oprah shot exactly the oprah shot and it's really important to me especially you know when the tmz guy shows up yeah That whole sequence of him on the bike, he breaks his limbs, all that sort of thing. He's still trying to get that shot. Yeah. Everyone in this film is all about money. And it's very much so a commentary on what we would do for money. Yeah. Like what happens to Ricky's character with the, you know, trying to summon it.
1: Yeah. The Sal Lasso experience. Exactly.
0: So everything to me in this film is very much so money oriented because yeah, I've the heard characters.
1: that the working title for the film, like when they were in production was called little green men as an aliens
0: yeah. and money. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. I, I do like the title of Nope. I, I I just like that. It's get out us. And then Nope.
1: It is very to the point. Like Nope is something mm. you'd probably say in a horror, f- if you're in a horror film situation. Exactly. And they do and, it a few times throughout the movie, and I've which heard, is like, really enjoyable. Some like, fan acronyms like not of planet earth yeah i i think
0: that's what i believed it would be in the beginning but after watching the movie i was like oh this very well could not have been what that was i think this might very well just be nope yeah like just saying nope when you see something horrifying but going back into that talk about money there's so much of that trying to get that money throughout the whole film i mean oj and his sister Um, whose name is escaping me right now. Emerald. OJ and Emerald are just trying to get money so that their ranch can survive. Everything that happens from when their father dies is trying to continue his legacy, which is really interesting to me.
1: While Jupe is trying to earn that money for, for more fame. And, you know, I came
0: out of this film thinking, oh, wow. I mean, it was like there was that spectacle there at the end. And it kind of feels like it was commenting on the whole movie. I was kind of expecting more.
1: Yeah. But the know? thing is, it's meant to comment on like spectacle yeah. and just sort of like what we do for fame in a way.
0: Exactly. And I mean, with on I, this is why I feel like it's multi-layered, right? Because I came out of it with the feeling of I've expected more. And I think I spoke to a few people and they were like, isn't that kind of what the whole movie is about? They expect more from the alien throughout the film yeah you know and they're trying to get that shot and they end up just getting it from this this uh, crank up camera crank up camera and that's the shot they get yeah They, they do get the shot and I mean it's so intense to me yeah extremely intense it's crazy to me this film is so multi-layered because it very much so comments on cinema and where we're heading.
1: Yeah, and just cinema. Hollywood and fame in general.
0: Exactly, exactly right. How we
1: just like siphon up fame and we're just so attracted to it.
0: Yeah, I mean, that TMZ guy is the perfect yeah,
1: example of that. Yeah, when I just that. heard it was a TMZ guy, I just laughed my head off. It was just so clever.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I was listening to someone from TMZ talk about that scene online and they said that it is very much like that they will tell you if you miss this shot, you're fired. Like everything you do mean like matters about this shot. And that's kind of, it's the same for OJ and Emerald when they're risking their life and for this shot. And it's the same for Ricky. Ricky thinks that he can, or Jupe, Ricky thinks that he can get that, those, the video of that UFO
1: and it will just get
0: more people to come to his ranch. Exactly.
1: just so Ricky pay co- him more money. Yeah, and
0: Ricky's made money off of his tragedy. Tragedy with it, with Gordy. So everything he did, he references the SNL skit about it.
1: Yeah, which is a sort of like a real life thing that Chris Kattan, which played like an ape character, yeah, did in real life.
0: Yeah, exactly. So they referenced the skit on it, and but he, sort of retool
1: people- it to the Gordys. Thing.
0: Exactly. And he's got that room full of memorabilia about the accident that people spend $30,000 to stay in for one night. Like, everyone in this film is about money. Yeah.
1: The thing is, with Joop, he seems worth ashamed, but sort of like, I want it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, he'll do anything for it still.
1: But he feels a bit of shame for it. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, I mean, I-, I was blown away with everything Stephen Yeun was doing in this movie. He's yeah. amazing, but... Yeah, I mean the even commenting on film and the fact that we're expecting a spectacle all the time just meant so much to me.
1: Yeah. Hmm. So let's go into that second horror bit.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: So let's explain the Gordy's house sort of sequence. Mm-hmm. What was so, your interpretation of that? So I'm just going to describe it. It's ba- basically if you if you are fine with spoilers so basically stephen young's character ricky was a child actor he was originally in this like kid western sort of film before appearing this cheesy nice sitcom called gordy's house about like a group a group of like a family of scientists adopting an asian kid ricky and a space chimp Mm -hmm. and they just get into wacky hijinks and and really commentant that really sequence really comments on like you know how we don't really shouldn't really be working with animals and, exactly. <laughs> and animals in the business because there's a sequence where they're celebrating gordy's birthday mm-hmm. and a bunch of balloons pop and just sends the chimp into a mad deadly like, yeah,
0: spiral exactly and th- once again this film is so multi-layered it is to me mirrors a lot of what the UFO means yeah. and what it is, and it's it's kind of c- cemented from the beginning when they're in that film studio and they're working with the horse, and no one's respecting the horse. He's like, "Hey man, step away from the back." He says that like probably three times. I feel like in that and scene. not to
1: look him in the eyes. Don't look him
0: in the eyes. Don't look Gordy in the eye in that scene, Ricky going back to that they tell you not to look in the eye of the horse not to look in the eye of the monkey and not to look in the eye of the UFO he only
1: survived because he was focusing on like a shoe exactly right standing upright
0: exactly right exactly and because of that shoe standing upright that may be why he believed that he could had had a
1: connection with Gordy and the UFO yeah exactly before someone had shot the the chimp mm-hmm Exactly, but we'll, we'll go into this Gordy scene a little more because what? What? How did you feel watching that scene? I felt like when we saw it initially in that opening sequence, I was just like, "What's this got to do with it?" Mm. Like, I really didn't know. But once we heard a bit about from from Jupe, and then we saw the the scene from the sitcom where before he goes a bit crazy, and then we see like mm-hmm. the somewhat of the aftermath where where Gordy sort of sort of beats up a do you off screen and yep. tries to make a conne- sort of make a connection with Jupe again before getting shot it just feels like feels like a lot of it's because of ignorance like the, everyone was mishandling ignorant, mishandling
0: cuz exactly i mean yeah it's very much so should we be working with animals on film yeah. like when we can do them in CGI this film they they did the the ape was cgi yeah it was, motion it was capture. brought in
1: by terry notary a guy who's done like kong skull island yeah
0: planet of the apes all that yeah, sort of thing i saw
1: pictures of him like he had like the mo cap suit legs but was, yeah yeah, was, yeah. Was wearing like gordy's clothes and just wow. was like normal just looked normally human so they're just cgi in the hands and their yeah. face and i mean that scene with
0: gordy where he kind of snaps out of it. It yeah. was so sad to me because, I I mean, I love monkeys. Everyone yeah. about me that knows me knows I love monkeys. They're mm. so cute. Uh, very very much so an animal to respect, though. Yeah. And that scene where Gordy kind of goes on that spree is so horrifying to me, Cause, having that perspective.
1: Because it's weirdly realistic. Like, it's mm. happened before in real life. Like, someone yeah. owned, like, a pet monk, pet chimp, and it sort of pretty much tore... I guest of shreds
0: yeah exactly right and it's that scene is so horrifying because it can be so real but he he'll go out and you know there's that person that's still alive and you hear him and then he just goes back and he just finishes it yeah like he just finishes the job but he comes when he comes over to Jupe or
1: ricky he because he's not looking at him or threatening mm. doing anything threatening he still reverts... The Gordy reverts back to himself. And he does that thing where he holds yeah, his hold, fist, fist bump, out for a fist bump. The exploding fist bump.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then in that moment, they shoot him because people are, usually would kill what they don't understand. Yeah. And and w- w- it's just cements that idea that maybe we shouldn't be working with these things that we don't exactly exactly understand. And there probably were handlers there... But were they respected the same way O.J. was disrespected? Probably not. Exactly right. And this movie and its multi-layering is just so... Mm. so. I I, I can't express enough how genius it is to me now after sitting with it for quite some time.
1: Let's Mm. go on to the second, probably more horrifying scene. Yeah. The Star Lasso experience.
0: Yeah. I mean, do you want to talk a bit about that first? Because you've just seen it.
1: Yeah. So, Mm. in the film... Uh, Ricky is setting up this show called the Star of Lato Experience where he pretty much summons the UFO and takes a horse that the horses that he's been buying off OJ because he thinks it's just aliens.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So he has the horse in this container and he yeah. goes to let it free so that they can see uh, and get a shot of because there is a cinematographer there, if I, I think remember correctly. Yeah. They're trying to film it and uh, make money off this ufo in the sky that he learns of yeah and he tries to set the horse out but it doesn't leave so the ufo comes straight over the top of them and they look up and they look up right into it and you see them all kind of get sucked up into it but after that you see kind of them in like the esophagus of it and they're all screaming. Yeah, and like...
1: so fun fact, it's not a UFO, it's a creature. Exactly. An animal.
0: Yeah, and whether that is from space or Earth, or it doesn't really get into, which I really love. But
1: to us, it's alien.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because we have no idea what it is. So I
1: found that shot of them in the throat mm. so uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, I mean, it really is. Hearing them scream and that sort of and thing.
1: The, and the hell of the implication horror, just like there were kids in that yeah, crowd. Yeah,
0: exactly right. And it is Ricky's kids too. Yeah. So, yeah, it's quite horrifying Mm. to think about.
1: And with Ricky's kids, by the way, there was a bit of a good bait and switch scene earlier Mm. where they dress up as aliens to sort of spook OJ because Emerald had stolen this plastic horse to summon the the alien. Yep. And I think the whole reason why the alien, a.k.a. jean jacket, what they call it, Mm -hmm. was, was gobbling up the crowd was because he was a bit peeved that he couldn't, Eat a horse mm. and ha- and the plastic horse got lodged in its throat. Yeah,
0: exactly. So it was
1: probably a bit peeved and it's like, oh, oh boy, here I go killing again. Yeah, well
0: they they once again they tried to control it and yeah, they, they didn't try- fully understand it. They had yeah. no idea what it was. So got, actually, can we talk a bit about that scene in the barn? Uh, yeah. After this, because that that scene to me was really interesting. I really yeah. liked that scene. But continuing with this scene of Ricky. Um, and what he's trying to do at what was it called again? The Star Lasso, Lasso experience. The Star Lasso experience. So, what they're trying to do there is to make money off of this product. Yeah, you got to make money off the product, <laughs> as Kanye <laughs> would say. Um, but it's just it just turns to such a horrifying thing that they're, they're stuck in it and they're screaming. But the best part after that, the more horrifying part to me is when the UFO goes back over to Haywood's Ranch and you hear it fly overhead. You still overhead hear the screams. And you hear the screams as it they've, flies overhead. They've
1: been here in there for a long time. Exactly.
0: And it's just really horrifying to hear that the the sound design on that moment is so awesome. Yeah. I, it, it brought chills to me. That that kind of horror that you got to think about.
1: It was kind of existential in a way. Exactly. You don't know what's out there.
0: Exactly. That's exactly right. And... Uh, Oh, yeah. Everything leading into that is the raining scene. Yeah. Where it's essentially spitting out blood. blood.
1: And a lot of things sucked out but couldn't digest. So, just spit back out.
0: Yeah. so Including
1: the prop horse.
0: Yes. Which was also another terrifying scene of it seems to cut out all of the electricity. So, it must have some sort of... uh, EMP. EMP or uh, organic... um, way electricity bio- yeah a, bi- a biological way to do that but it cuts out all of the electricity and Haywood oj is sitting in the car and he can't get to emerald and angel uh mm. who we haven't spoken much about yeah, yet. yeah
1: angel's pretty much like an like a jb hi-fi style employee yeah
0: kind of like a comic relief yeah, kind of character yeah
1: same with emerald but he's saw like he sort of believes in that, all of that UFO sort mm. of stuff. Yeah, which exactly. So it of makes him like the... In a way, like the audience. Yeah. In yeah, a way.
0: Exactly. Uh, fresh eyes to see it through. Yeah. But that scene of uh, Daniel Kaluuya, OJ, sitting in the car and...
1: Just just pe- petering his head out, just yeah. looking at, the, at Jean Jack. And it's pretty mm. much... It's blocking out the rain because it's yeah. so big.
0: Yeah. And it's just, he, he's looking at it, and that moment of him seeing it and seeing the tassels come out of the, like, the UFO is awesome, by the mm. way. That's a great image. Uh, seeing the little flags dangling out of it. And him is... just seeing that and shutting the door and saying, nope. 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 It's
1: such nope. a good moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's really enjoyable. I think it it's also really shows like the sound design of course but mm. i think the story implication of these guys have been that got sucked up by gene jack have been in there for so long before crunch their blood now yeah exactly it's so horrifying it is and and you just hear those faint voices like oh i'm burning let let us out yeah. of here yeah you just know that there is no hope for them yeah they are going to horrible. die it's it's really horrifying it really didn't really awesome. just set me in until like after the movie a few hours I was like oh god yeah. oh god
0: yeah like the more you think about this movie the more intelligent and uh frightening it gets yeah it's an amazing film it's not film. Like a
1: particularly scary film but what it is it's a more tense film that is scary when you mm. think about it
0: mm. it's definitely a movie I want to give a rewatch to as soon yeah. as I can because it's amazing mm But should we move in quickly to that moment in the barn where it kind of subverts your expectations? This is, once again, it's like subverting your expectations the whole film. Yeah, Jordan Peele
1: does that very well.
0: Exactly. And there's that moment with the kids dressed up as aliens in the barn. Yeah,
1: Duke's kids.
0: That, to me, was more tense than anything up until that point. And I was like, oh, are we really getting the little aliens coming out of the UFO Before that spectacle at the end, but I was like, oh, okay, so the whole movie, I was wondering what kind of aliens are this? What is this? Are they little green men? Are they little, are they kind of like a quiet place, like these hulking monsters? Uh, And then that moment with the kids, once it's finished and you find out that they're just just kids dressed in suits,
1: playing prank on them,
0: I thought, okay, maybe this is going to be something different entirely, maybe something we haven't seen before. Yeah. And should we go into the end bit now? The adventure, yeah, what you like to like,
1: the alien design that Jupe sort of goes with, mm. sort of based off Gordy, mm. sort of like a chimp body. Yeah. With, like, a Panavision camera reel head. Mm, exactly. Which I think is very clever. In fact, there's a lot of tributes to cameras in there. Like, yes. It's a hand-crate IMAX mm. film camera being used. Sony yeah, the 4K, cinematographer is a really important cameras. character. Yeah, no, it's really and, cool. like, a 60-millimeter film camera that he brings out at the end. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And uh,
0: should we go into the adventure part that you like to call it? Because this really ties it together for me.
1: So, basically after that, they sort of like regroup and they get Mm -hmm. into contact with the cinematographer and they figure out a plan to sort of draw, draw Jean Jacket out again and get that perfect shot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, that moment of... What did you think as soon as it started to transform into this because i it, it's horrifying that it, when you see it fly over and you're like oh wow this is an organic being you see the kind of like breathing gills and stuff under yeah,
1: it yeah it feels like it's made of nylon or like some sort of yeah. fabric
0: yeah i mean it feels like wh- the way i l- look at it and see it is probably like if you touched it it would to be like touching a stingray if you've ever yeah. touched one that that kind of like weird velvety kind it, of it skin be, yeah. feeling but when it transforms into that ribbon you know, like that ribbon like being
1: epicure- angel yeah from what i've heard described
0: it as yeah well it's really kind of you expect it to be so horrifying but, but it's it looks beautiful. awfully beautiful
1: that's yeah. sort of probably what gets people so entranced by it exactly
0: that's exactly right because
1: people just can't help but look away yeah and that is sort of ties into themes of just basically explo- exploitation exactly
0: exactly right and tmz perfect example in this moment is yeah, the
1: tmz guy you and, can't look away from what's happening and the thing is they use a, another clever and switch like mm-hmm. once you see the dude just rock up in the motorcycle mm. it looks like oh he could be like a government agent because yep. he's like having like this reflective mm. bicycle helmet before it's revealed exactly yeah and it's played oh. off for a humor for the most part i mean is it though because that's satir- what i thought it's at the beginning humor it yeah. plays with your expectations like, oh, government agent, oh, it's TMZ. And just see him sort of fling off the mm. car after the EMP was activated because mm. he was... Because print- it's an electric motorbike. Yeah. Mm. and It was pretty funny. Well, I mean,
0: to me, it wasn't as funny as I had expected at the beginning. Because when I sat back and I looked at that, I thought about that character's motivation. And is it that different from... OJ's and Emerald's I
1: go yes and no like yes they're trying, he's trying to get that pep mm. shot but he's trying to similar to Jupe, exploit it
0: yeah yeah exactly um, the, everyone in this movie is money oriented he but, is there for the same reason they are there to but, film what they're doing
1: but if you compare like Emerald and OJ they're, they're, they're more documenting it and just mm. trying to get photos and yeah they're wanting money but not but, for like any super selfish reason well
0: to me, that's where I feel like they are kind of doing it for a selfish reason. Yeah, it's a half
1: selfish reason. That is a good point. Like, they're
0: trying to keep that ranch alive. They're not doing this to document it for the world. They're doing it for themselves. Yeah. I feel like personally. I mean, I, 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 I need I, to give it a rewatch. Yeah. So I need to think about it. But I that. feel like
1: their behavior about it is a lot different. They're, like, they're yes, respecting they respect
0: it. the animal as yeah. they are horse tamers. And yeah, because they, they much more respect it than Kalu's everyone else.
1: character OJ sort of comes to realization because it's a creature, mm. and if you don't look directly at mm. it, because it's sort of shaped like an eye, mm. it won't it won't suck you up.
0: Exactly, exactly. So he kind of it's like he wants to tame it in a way, you know? like respect,
1: but respectful of it.
0: Exactly, and Not I mean Not
1: like, hey, mm. we got some food here. Come on, come on, come on.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. It's um. Yeah, no, it's really awesome what they do there. And they going towards the end uh, after it's in its ribbon form and all that. Yeah. And she's on that motorbike and she's going over to Jupe's Landing or whatever it's called. What, Jupiter's what it, Claim. Jupiter's Claim. And she does the Akira slide on the motorbike. Yeah, it was like...
1: And th- that and the esophagus scene is like direct references to Akira, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's really... Yeah, you, you've you seen Akira, right?
1: Yeah, I've seen a bit of it, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Really, really cool. I loved the... Got that Akira slide in there. And uh, she does the cranking of the photos. That yeah. was so awesome. Mm. I, lo- I loved that whole moment of what they got it, the image captured on. Mm. And they got, they got that shot, but it's through something so rudimentary
1: yeah and that cinematographer character he's mm. he i feel like he gets a bit entranced by the whole thing and mm. just and really wants that perfect shot to the point where he's yeah. going out risking there, his life for risking it. his life
0: and, that's and i do commentary it's f- on film once yeah. again Yeah,
1: and mm. to a certain extent you feel like based on what you've seen like he's popping pills he could be on mm. his last seconds like might as well go out with a bang
0: yeah yeah did he seem familiar to you as well he seemed so familiar to me but i couldn't figure out where he's from he
1: i think he was on he,
0: michael Wincott. See, he was in the crow
1: yeah yeah he's got that he's speaking, got that yeah. yeah speaking
0: of the crow right yeah
1: speaking of the crow he was yeah, one of our stars is in the crow i feel like he's in lots of horror,
0: yeah he's in he's in alien resurrection the the fourth and worst alien yeah <laughs>
1: That's exactly right. Yeah.
0: He seems so familiar to me that I he's think it's just so he's much. got one of
1: those distinct voices, like, so gravelly yeah. and...
0: I'm pretty sure he's in Halo, too. Yeah. Mm.
1: I can I'm pretty sure he just eats cigarette ashes for breakfast.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Just punching darts all day. I was, like, day.
1: Brandon Perea as Angel, because... Oh,
0: he's great. He's yeah. Good comic relief. Mm. Mm. It was
1: comic relief, but also sort of, like... That audience stand in to a certain extent because he mm. is noticing a lot of these things much easier than the other characters are. Yeah. He's noticed like the cloud that Gene Jackson is not moving.
0: Mm. Yeah. Exactly right. It's, it's yeah. a very intense film, very intense scene.
1: But I, th- I know that. Because it's John felt it knows how to make those necessary breaks for comic relief. Yeah, which, which yeah. I really appreciate. The
0: comedy was good in it. Because
1: um, you'd think John Peel would be a good comedy writer. But yeah,
0: you wouldn't think it, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: not almost like he's been in an, an amazing show duo. Yeah, and Peel,
0: oh, amazing. I really hope he uh, Key the, joins into one of his yeah. films at some point.
1: I kind of thought the TMZ reporter guy was actually Keegan Michael Key. Yeah, it would have been cool, but it wasn't. Yeah, but he, but still, I think Nope is one probably my favorite film of his. Cause yeah, is wow, because this is his biggest budget film. It's yeah. sixty-eight million in cost to make mm-hmm. compared to I think twenty for Us and two point mm-hmm. eight or four million yep. for Get Out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the the for me, I think. All right, what? Well, how would you rank his films?
1: I'd probably go. I think, I think they're all equal, but the thing yeah. is, they're all different. Like, Get is more social, psychological horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because m- most of it's mind games yeah. and stuff. Uh, they're all social horror films, but yeah. Get Out's uh, psychological horror. Us is kind of like a more of a straight up horror film mixing with yeah. some slasher. Well, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think Nope is more of a thriller with mm. like a Spielberg Jaws thriller. Yeah.
0: I mean, if you had to rank the three, how would you rank them? It
1: would probably go. I think they're all equal, to be honest, because. Yeah, okay, that's fair. I, they're all good in their own way, mm. and, it's, and, and it's just so hard to definitively rank them because it's all so good.
0: Yeah, that's exactly but, but right. But I will admit,
1: it may not be for everyone. Mm. It is M rated, but I think it should have been rated MA.
0: Yeah, definitely. Oh, is it really rated M? Yeah. I thought it was rated right. Oh, wow. I did not know that. That's extra- Australian
1: rating for you guys, yeah. by the way. Because I looked it up on our ratings website. I had mm. to double check. It's rated M.
0: Wow. That's crazy to there me. There's a lot of S bombs is
1: and, there's a bit, and it's not the glorious, mm. but I think it's the threat. Yeah, it's there. horrifying. It's horrifying.
0: Yeah. I mean, I definitely wouldn't be taking my kid to it. But that's the, for sure. The
1: thing is, if your kid is a little bit older, it could be like a good introduction to horror. Yeah, that's want... fair. That's fair. Because it's not the most overtly scary thing out there. And the, this is the thing. I go into those movies,
0: I, I think we're tough-skinned with our, you know...
1: We're sort of desensitised in a we, way. We
0: see The Conjuring where it's jump scares and that sort of thing that we kind of aren't that's not scared of...
1: bad in ideas. sense. Because a good jump scare is a good jump scare. Yeah, I think James yeah. once sort of nailed it with his past few films, like *Malignant* and the, the Con- and *The Conjuring* films he worked
0: on. Yeah, I mean, *The Conjuring* three, I really enjoy that mm. sort of film. I, 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 but I feel like we're so desensitized to the ideas of horror nowadays. Like, I, you know, *Alien* was so scary in its time. Yeah, and that idea of something Mm. and being in space where you have no help is threatening then we had nightmare
1: on elm street where it's dreams
0: yeah exactly and i mean this is fear of the unknown this film
1: because i feel like each decade had like a a certain iconic horror film where Mm. it sort of sets the tone because the 70s had alien 80s had like Mm. the slashes like nightmare on elm street 90s had scream meta horror exactly 2000, I'd say Final Destination or Paranormal Activity. Well, I think 2010s the most iconic thing would be Hereditary. Yeah, Hereditary or Get Out. Get Out. All the all these films, but
0: the, the indie horror stuff. We're getting back into that fear of ideas, and I'm really excited for that. Uh, yeah, that we're getting out of that because ju- yeah jump scares are fine
1: yeah I'm just
0: getting a bit sick done of them. well
1: like yeah. if there's outright saying it's a silly roller coaster horror mm. from, like the it movies conjuring mm. malignant yeah it's I, it, it's perfectly fine that way I I like the it movies for what mm. they were just roller coaster haunted house fun
0: yeah exactly but now we're getting these things like get out where it makes you think and there's social commentary throughout the whole film yeah and the fear of it is real. Yeah, that, like these are real things Yeah, in and a like, fantastical world. Have
1: a lot of things of like family trauma. Yeah,
0: exactly. I'm, I'm really glad we're getting these because these will so scare. These scare me much more than a conjuring. Because it feels film like
1: right. way more real. Like yeah. people have experienced trauma. People yeah. have experienced uh, uh, racism. Yeah. Uh, class struggles. Those exactly. are real things that are so scary mm-hmm. because they're real.
0: Exactly. That's exactly right. And I think that's why us is lost for a lot of people. Because uh, the
1: themes are probably a bit more subtle. Same yes. with Nope yep. as well.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I understand that. I, coming out of it, I was kind of confused about the movie. But once again, on uh, reflection, I did a
1: bit of reading and reflection on it, like on Reddit. Okay, you've and,
0: done some reading and stuff as yeah, well. And, yeah,
1: yeah. Because I I enjoyed it a lot, but yeah. once I did a bit of reading and just thinking about things, really I really appreciated it, it a lot more.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm, exactly right, and that's why we're here to talk you guys through it, oh, Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's the purpose of screen sound. Exactly. So you watched nope. a Because I did recommend you to watch this last fortnight. Yeah, Fortnite when yeah. This, uh I'd, last episode I give it a in. nine out of
1: ten. A nine out of ten? That's good. Yeah. I'd give it like a... I hmm. I think it's more nine out of ten come after sort of realizing a lot of things. I'd probably give it an eight just directly after watching the yeah. film. Yeah,
0: okay. I'd I'd probably give it like a like an eight point five yeah that i think that uh, I, it doesn't quite reach that nine level for me like i love it to death i think when i rewatch it i'm gonna have even more appreciation yeah. for it but yeah definitely but, an 8.5 yeah.
1: i did enjoy the oppenheimer trailer yeah before it
0: yeah yeah i, I would have get killed
1: watch on imax
0: yeah yeah exactly i mean damn it
1: why did you have to close down the imax brisbane
0: oh is it shut down now
1: it's been shut down for a long time because really? it was in south bank but yeah they've always sh- seen it It's been shut down for the longest of times and it's just like a regular theater now but really they still have the actual theater but it's been retrofitted huh just That's has like so a normal, weird big normal screen that's but, really sad. Yeah. You mm. have to travel down to Melbourne now if you want to watch IMAX. This one in Sydney, isn't there? Uh, it's been renoed for the longest of times. I think it, I th- oh, I thought it was opening soon. I must be wrong. I think opening next year. Oh, awesome. Can't wait for that. Yeah. yeah Maybe we'll have to do a trip down to Sydney for Oppenheimer. Oh, might have to. That would
0: be exciting, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but definitely uh, it's very exciting. Uh, the, the movie's awesome.
1: Yeah. What do you think of my recommendation lo- last time? It was the rest of what we do in the shadows. Yeah. Okay. So I watched quite a bit
0: of it. Uh, I didn't finish it, obviously, That's fine. because it's, it's the, the new not season hasn't
1: finished yeah. anyway.
0: So uh, it's it's very funny. It's really funny. Yeah. The, yeah. the 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 one that I probably loved the most is the vampire council, oh, and the, that the, all was the references: great. Tilda Swinton, Blade all uh, of those Paul so Rubens awesome. like yeah. this
1: references like so many other things like Paul Rubens was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer as a vampire I think yeah Blade of course from Dusk Dawn I think for Danny Trejo
0: yeah yeah really awesome I loved the uh, and those the references. references
1: to Robert Pattinson Brad, Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise yeah because Twilight so cool. interview with a vampire
0: yeah it's it was awesome I'm so glad that they had that that that, that, that to me made yeah, it and worth yeah season watching.
1: 2 is really good as well mm. Jackie Dayton episode with Mark Hamill, Benedict yep. Wong. I love
0: Mark Hamill. Benedict Wong's awesome. Wong We're, supremacy.
1: Wong, Wong cinematic universe. Oh, I They're would love that. Living in Wong's world.
0: Yeah, the WCU. I would watch that. Yeah. And just go into different universes, just having a bit of fun. Hmm. Yeah.
1: So, what's your recommendation for the next Fortnite? Well. <sighs> Oh, this is hard to think about. I've been trying to think about this all day. I feel like we're in a bit of a weird dead period for movies. Yeah, there's not much out. Uh, we're not getting much until uh, at least November. I, October, November. I'm still
0: going to leave this on the table for you. Go see Bullet Train. Yeah. Because I've seen it twice now. And I really... I, I It's worth seeing twice. Yeah.
1: I'll, yeah, I might see if I can get to it because, you know... Busy schedule we have at the moment. We're filming next week, but mm. hopefully I do get some time because I'm gonna give you a
0: rewatch as well. Yeah,
1: I want you to rewatch the Batman after you've had a bit of time to think about it
0: because I've watched it probably like four times now. Ah, Vey, Marie. Marie. Exactly, we can't sing that too long. Bruce yeah. <laughs> Wayne. Yeah. Exactly. So go and have a rewatch and yeah. tell me what you think on rewatch. How many times have you seen it? Just once. once? Yeah. Go rewatch it. Tell me what you think. Yeah. And watch the deleted scene for it as well. Okay. Have you seen the deleted no. scene? It. All right. Just look it up after and yeah. we'll talk about it next week. Definitely watch the deleted scene that's been posted online because it's mm. very interesting why they mm. de- deleted it. I understand why, but it's a very important character in that deleted
1: scene that they just cut out. I think I may have seen it. Did it feel, feature something that's always so serious? i mean perhaps potentially i may have seen it yeah i may have but i'll with the joker yeah with the joker yeah exactly
0: yes yeah it's a five minute scene
1: yeah i'll I'll watch it i'll give it a watch exactly my recommendation to you is a little bit of money but i think it's worth it Mm -hmm. the video game cult of the lamb cult of the lamb so basically it's a weird mixture of Games like Hades and the okay. Binding of Isaac with okay. Animal Crossing.
0: Oh, wow.
1: So basically the idea is you're this land that, that's been sacrificed to the gods, but you've been reincarnated as like the, a disciple okay. prophet of this mad god, and you have to form your own cult. All right. And the Animal Crossing bit comes from you're managing everything. So yeah. like you're building quarters for your... For your you know, your deci- for your subjects and everything. Okay. Uh, like, building out houses for the poop and... Yeah. You know, like, p- cooking things, altars... That's very interesting. Sacrifices. And the more roguelite action elements comes from, like, dungeon crawling, trying to get more more, di- more pr- disciples in. You- wow. Okay. Or supplies or defeat, like, these sort of... <sighs> heretics have gone mad with power
0: i'm intrigued i'm definitely gonna have a look at it it's I'll actually not bad, it.
1: bad price 35 bucks that's fine where is it on pc yeah it's on pc perfect, perfect. it's on, I'm on ps4 it. It. it's on xbox hashtag ah
0: uh, hashtag not nad. i mean i'll yeah i'll definitely i'll definitely give it a buy and yeah. i'll uh tell you what i think about it I hope, mm-hmm. is it on xbox game pass at all
1: no not that
0: i use xbox game pass not an ad um (laughs) i love xbox game pass (laughs) please give me free months um yeah give us money please (laughs) but yeah um yeah okay all right i'll definitely give it a give it a playthrough and i'll tell you what i think yeah
1: but Mm. sadly that's all the time left we have for this episode of screen sound
0: very sadly very sad indeed yeah
1: And we have something exciting to share. We're going into production for a film next week.
0: Exactly right. And you are doing sound design. Very exciting. I'm
1: doing the sound work you're doing some sort of screen work with it. You're the director. Yeah.
0: yeah, I don't know. It's very weird. I have no idea what that is. I'm just winging it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but no, shout we're out to excited. the crew, including our writer-producer, Lexi and DOP yep. Connor Chazelle, of course.
0: Exactly. There's so many more people yeah. involved on that and we're really excited to what we're going to be getting into over the next couple of weeks. Shout out <laughs> to mate bruce as well ah love bruce um but yeah i mean there's tons of people involved that we can't necessarily uh out yet uh but there's a great the casting's been finished we're not going to talk about that or anything to do with the production it's going
1: to be very interesting yeah
0: it's going to be fun yeah it's going to be lots of fun Uh, it's going to be smooth sailing hopefully (laughs) yeah i mean i'm really excited everyone's really
1: um i'm pumped i'm really pumped
0: yeah everyone's really in Enthusiastic about it, and uh, I'm glad I have a team of people that want to work behind it. That's enthusiastic. About go it. That's team, go! I say.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you once again for listening to Screen Sound. It's been an absolute gem being with you guys talking for a nearly good hour now. Oh, it's a beautiful hour. It's yeah. the best hour of my life. Damn it. Exactly. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Catch you later in two weeks for another episode of Screen Woo! Sound. Catch, catch you soon. <laughs>